along with Jeff and Colleen. So we just saw Frozen 2. I think I like the first one better. Really? Yeah. The songs in the first one were more solid. It, it almost seemed like the songs in Frozen 2 were kind of put in a mold. And there were certain parts that they were trying to hit that original whatever. I mean, there were good songs. here's the thing. I think what it is, and I I get what you're saying, but at the same time, I think part of why you think that... So, Frozen, the original, was kind of like a Broadway play. Okay. It really was. And that's logical because the creators of it the writers of it, they're Broadway people. Or at least they were before they came on board with Disney. Yeah. So they're used to doing that kind of feel and tone and pacing. This felt more like... It felt less to me like a Broadway mu- movie. It felt... Or a Broadway play. Mm-hmm. felt more like a movie to me. And that's why I think it was so different. I liked it. I liked it a lot. I thought there were great themes in it. Um, The fact that they were kind of all split up was kind of interesting to me and made a lot of sense. And, you, you know, you kind of almost expect, you know, certain things to happen that didn't necessarily happen. And I was kind of like, oh, wait. And then I realized that's okay because... It's not. In, it's not supposed to be what we expect. It's supposed to be very unexpected, and it really was. Right, and it it did break out from the first uh, themes of yes. the original Frozen, which was conceal, don't feel. Right. This was definitely find out who you are, be who you are, find your destiny, and and do that or be that. So right. I, I think. They, they achieved that goal. And Absolutely. They, uh, I, I think they built on all the characters. I was a little confused because they did have a flashback section and then they yes. flash forward. And I, you know, they gave you the, the idea that, well, you can figure it out. And, and you did, but it was kind of like, I didn't know when in the timeline it was at first. So, I mean, that was just my sure. my confusion. So Okay. Um, just like with the first movie, the songs are important. The very first song you hear is important. And it will tell you a lot of what you can expect to see mm-hmm. if you pay close attention. The, they did that with like the very first song in Frozen told the entire story if you were really paying attention to what was being said. Yeah. So it's kind of a similar thing here. If you're if you're you know good at that, you'll clue in and you'll figure out what's going to happen. But I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Um, I I I liked the introduction of some new characters. It's not a secret that they introduced some new characters. I like that they had you know. You know, flat, like you said, flashbacks to some stuff from the first movie. That was kind of fun. There were some great in-jokes in there that were really, like... There was an entire section I was busting my head, busting up laughing. I don't know if you heard me. But yeah, I was yeah. absolutely howling with laughter because I thought it was really funny. And the funny thing is it wasn't meant to be, like, funny. 
I just found it funny the way they presented it. Well, there were there were two really uh, highlights to me and a, and a younger person in the theater about seven rows ahead of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's an Olaf segment song and, and segment yes. that that there was a, a kid was just having a great time. Yeah, uh, laughing and Olaf really has grown and he he's very inquisitive and has a lot of. Not only questions, but he has a lot of interesting knowledge. Yes. I'll just say that. And so yeah. it, it, it is kind of like a younger person who's learning things. Yeah. And it was cute. The the other thing is, I, I thought was kind of weird, was the 80s power ballad that Christoph was singing. Uh, it was quite funny. <laughs> I've never seen anything like that ever. Actually, you have, but anyway, it was quite amusing, and so, but, uh, yeah, the whole thing was really cute, it was really fun, and it just kind of goes to show that, you know, sometimes you gotta do what you don't think you should do to make things right, or you have to do a hard thing, and things become better because of it, so... I, I I don't want to spoil anything because I don't want right. people to like go. You just ruined the whole movie for us. Thanks the, a lot. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to circle back and kind of repeat what I said before. There were a number of songs in the original Frozen mm-hmm. that the minute you heard it, you go, "Okay, that's it. That's going to be a hit. That's going to be sung forever. Right. That's going to be." I didn't get a lot of that. There may be two in this movie, right? But there weren't as many as in the original Frozen. Um, not to say that they were, were bad songs, but it just... No, no, no. They're just not... They just, didn't have the catchiness of... Yeah, right. ...of Let It Go. I mean, right. let's face it. Let It Go is... Everybody knows Let It Go. Everybody knows the words. Everybody sings along. Even now, people will find themselves humming along, tapping along, or in their head singing the song. I agree with you that there, these songs were not... They don't have the same firepower maybe that let it go does but i heard somebody say this and i thought this was really interesting um one in particular really showed off idina menzel's talent and her skill even better than let it go did let it go was a power ballad if anything and it was an anthem and that's great but i think it was really good that they gave her a song that was not that kind of a style to showcase her amazing talent. If you've never heard her sing anything else, you've only known her from the Frozen, you know, soundtrack, check out some of her other stuff because yeah. she's really amazingly gifted. I mean, if you're if you're really into, like, entertainment and theater and movies and TV and stuff, you know her from, you know, that she was in Wicked. She was originally Alphabet in Wicked on Broadway. She originated the role, and that's kind of what made her known. But she put out an album a few years back that was really good. And had I have a couple of the songs from there that I really love listening to. So, um, highly recommend that. Um, I'd forgotten, I think I heard this, but I'd forgotten that Evan Rachel Wood did the voice of their mother. Mm. And I'd forgotten that she actually is a pretty gifted singer. Because I don't know if you know this, but she was in Across the Universe, 
the oh. the movie that was based on the Beatles. I, I songs. did not know that, but yeah, and she actually okay. sings in it, and she's quite talented. I was pleasantly surprised by that. So. S- Sterling K. Brown, yes, voiced uh, a character in this in this uh, mm-hmm. animated feature. Love him, and it, it, it's showing the diversity of it, and and you can really tell that there's a really diverse looking cast in it. Yeah, and the it was you know again more hero's journey, pushing people to to do what they don't think they can. Yep. And go beyond themselves, yeah. and and that kind of a thing. And yeah, they they split up the main cast, and I'm not going to give anything away, but they they split up again. So you know, it's going to be interesting because it's nice when everybody kind of stays together. Yeah, and, you know, it is. But I, I think there was important little, reasons for yeah. why they had to. Yep. It it actually made sense with the story. It wasn't. It wasn't. For stupid reasons. It was logical. Um, and one little last thing. Seriously, stay till after the credits roll. Right. First first of all, you're going to get two... Like, they always do a cover version of the songs in the film by popular artists. You know, last time it was Demi Lovato singing Let It Go. This time, Panic at the Disco sings one of the songs, and Weezer sings another one, and then Casey Musgraves sings a third. So, highly recommend you listen to those. They were actually pretty good interpretations but even more importantly than that is there is a fun little easter egg after the credits roll please don't get up and leave in the middle of the theater in the middle of the credits don't run away as soon as they start stay till the end it's well worth it i thought it was well worth it yeah it's cute and funny and it's a throwback to the actual movie and throwback to frozen the first one so that's all I'm going to say. It's worth staying to land. Yeah, and one little kind of geeky thing I was kind of sad of is the uh, voice of uh, Grand Poobah? Grand Poppy. Poppy? Yeah. Uh, was Sala from Raiders of the Lost Ark. Unfortunately, he did not uh, do that voice again. And I believe it's Alfred Molina. No, Alfred Molina played their father. Okay. then I don't remember I, who it was. I'm... I'm not correct on that, but it yeah. wasn't uh, the voice of uh, it wasn't Sala from Raiders of the Lost Ark. So um, it might have been actually. I'm checking really quickly because I can. So, um, but it was it was beautifully animated and obviously, and it was just really really well done. I think it was almost kind of like the next. Like any any show, which you know, it's like this is the next year, the next class. You know, every, everyone that you knew originally in Frozen, they've kind of moved on and you know built on that, and they've learned and grown, and and so if there, it there's helps, definitely more story to tell. I can tell you that the voice of Grand Poppy this time was Kieran Hines. If you know who Kieran Hines is. You should know him from uh, Game of Thrones, Mance Raider. Okay. So, that's who played him in this particular film. Alright, so if, if, you, if you've never seen Frozen, wow, uh, that's amazing. I know that is. Uh, um, and by the way, he also played him in the first movie. Okay. Just giving you that little clue. Alright. 
So, if you've never seen Frozen, I think you would enjoy Frozen 2. Yes. And if you have seen Frozen, I think you would enjoy it as well. Yes, but if you haven't seen the first one, you really should go back and see the first one before you see this one. It will make so much more sense. Uh, You just really need to see the first one. Just do do yourself a favor and watch it. it. They're really good movies. Yeah, and we saw it in 3D, and I mean... There were kind of some interesting parts in 3D, but it's it's not a must. Yeah, you don't necessarily need to see it in 3D. Um, I like to do that with movies if I can because I like to feel like I'm kind of in the movie rather than just watching it from afar. And I kind of felt like I was there in a lot of the scenes. So um, definitely I enjoyed personally the 3D aspect of it. But I can see that you don't actually really need to watch it in 3D. Okay, so that's it, and as we say, it's always better to ride along with friends, and uh, we thank you for riding along with us and sharing it with your friends, and uh, we would ask that you would subscribe, and you can go to ridealongpod.com slash subscribe, and there are links there to help you subscribe. So anyway, until next time, this is Jeff and Colleen saying see you later. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.